friends. We have a solo podcast. Solo podcast. Solo, 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 solo podcast. How many listeners did I just lose there? If I was a betting man, and I am actually, I would go with a significant amount of people turned it off after that. I know that my singing voice is not my strong suit. So you can't hurt me about that. Don't even tweet me or message me about it. Because guess what? I already know, kids. Ugh. How are you guys doing? I, uh, I'm doing a solo podcast today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in deep with uh, something like interesting health-wise that could be, I think, beneficial to everyone to hear. It uh, involves, you know, we all struggle with weight issues. We all struggle with um, maybe chronic illness or, um, you know, energy or finding the time to work out or whatever. I think this will, I think this, I don't know, my hope is that it could be beneficial for you guys. But if not, hell, it's beneficial for me because I'm just going to chat. Before I start, uh, I want to say some upcoming stand-up dates. I really want to promote this this charity show I am doing in Austin, Texas on March 10th at the Fourth Tap Brewing Co. The tickets, I think, are free. I need to double check on that. I thought that there was a ticket link, but I think they're free. I just want you guys to come. It's going to be so fun. It is on um, It's on the website. The charity is called Right the Wrong, W-R-I-T-E, The Wrong, and it's about... Um, bringing awareness to to mental illness and depression and anxiety and just stuff that we all really struggle with. Uh, and so all all the drinks and proceeds and all that stuff is going to go to this charity. And so you can go to their web- website, right the wrong. That's spelled W R I T E the wrong W R O N G dot com or dot life. I'll just Google it. And um, yeah, you'll, you'll see more information about it. I hope to see you guys. I'm headlining the show that night. I'm super excited about it. We're going to have a blast. We're going to go out afterwards. And um, I'm excited to see Austin, Texas. I've never been there. I'll be there all weekend. Just, you know, popping around, maybe doing shows and all that. So super excited about that. And then also I have a show on uh, March 8th at the, um, the Hollywood Laugh Factory, which is going to be a blast. So guys come out to that. You can get tickets online. I think it's called the Pretty Funny Women Show. And so, yeah. Hope to see you guys. I mean, there's other ones coming, but they wait happened before this podcast is out. So, anywho, um, all right. This podcast is brought to you by Gigi Hadid, basically. Not totally, but um, you know, we're cosmically like soul sisters now. She doesn't know that we're friends, and that's fine. Um, and Keanu Keanu doesn't know about my email, hopefully. But at least at least Gigi and I had something in common. So. Uh, I'll get into it. So, um, I, I, I was, um, this isn't like a sad thing. Don't worry. I'm not going to say I have like cancer or something. Uh, I was, uh, diagnosed with, uh, an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's disease at a fairly young age. Well, like very young for this type of disease. So what Hashimoto's disease is, it's autoimmune. It's like, um, you know, like Lyme's disease or Graves' disease, they're all kind of these types of uh, autoimmune where, where you where, where you have like chronic pain, but it's nothing that's really obvious to people, which is really weird, which is also probably why I just kind of like buried it for a long time. So basically, Hashimoto's disease is uh, the, the, the number one thing, I think, shoot, I'm going to probably say this wrong, that causes hypothyroidism or most people... Shoot, I'm going to say this totally wrong. Most, okay, 
pretty much everyone with Hashimoto's disease has hypothyroidism. Hypothyroidism it basically means that your um, your thyroid is underactive, so you have a slower metabolism. You, I mean, I'll, I'll say what my symptoms are, but I mean, they can be that slow metabolism, hair loss, depression. Actually, I don't know why, but I, I mean, I can imagine why. Um, very sleepy. Um, uh, very uh, very sensitive to hot and cold temperatures. Um, and so, yeah, so then there's, there's also hyperthyroidism, which is where your metabolism is actually faster. Um, and you can't, I, I, I don't have that, so I don't know, but I, I believe that it's that you have an, um, a, fa- a faster than normal, but that comes with it, its own health complications. So anyways, um, a lot of people that have Hashimoto's have hypothyroidism. All right, we got that down. Hashimoto's disease is... I guess a cause of hypothyroidism, but it's, it's kind of its own separate thing, I believe. And I could be wrong. And I, I mean, this, I, I have this and I don't know that I've fully um, understood it enough uh, to speak on it. And I'm not a doctor. I'm just telling you, I believe Hashimoto's disease is where your body does not recognize like your thyroid gland is like, it thinks it's like a foreign object in your body. So it's like always trying to attack it. And so, um, I mean, basically at the age, <laughs> the ba- at the age I got Hashimoto's disease, I didn't have a shot in hell at having uh, a thyroid at all or a metabolism, but I didn't know it. Now, the thing, the reason why Gigi Hadid comes in is, uh, well, I, I did know it, but not until I got diagnosed, um, is I, I've, I guess in a, in a way buried it for a long time. Like I know how to take care of myself where it doesn't flare up. Uh, and also I'm, I'm on Synthroid, which is a thyroid medicine, but you know, I think, you know, as, uh, I don't know. I, I think as much as like I just am so focused on my career and just having fun with my friends and just working and, and, and I don't know, like I guess essentially like living somewhat of a fast life, I just chalked up like feeling a little sick or having brain fog, which is a, a big thing with Hashimoto's, to hell, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just doing too much. And I just sort of, I didn't ignore it. I just, you know, didn't think about it sometimes. And so... It was very, very strange and serendipitous that I was having like, so between like the last several months of like just traveling, doing stand up, and then I was traveling, I traveled home for my grandma's funeral and just, and just work and, and, you know, just a bunch of like, um, uh, different like life changes and things. I was not paying attention as much to my health and I was, I guess having some sort of Hashimoto's attack, I don't know, or like adrenal crash the exact day that Gigi Hadid posted these tweets. And like I said, I bury it a lot. I bury a lot of things I have to do with it. I mean, I know how to eat healthy for my body and how to make it make myself feel better. But sometimes it's like, and I'll get into this, but after I read her, her full tweets, Sometimes I get embarrassed in front of people to be like, hey, I can't eat that because I'll get sick or whatever. It's just like, and I want to eat it because I'm like, I like food. Um, and and so it's so weird that she posted this this tweet the same day that I was having like a full, like I felt like I was dying. Like I couldn't get out of bed. Like I was like, I am so sick. But I knew I wasn't like, actually, I didn't have like a flu. I knew, I knew what it was. I knew that I wasn't taking care of myself and it was like Hashimoto's was rearing its ugly head. So anyways, let me read Gigi's tweet. And I'm, she's awesome for posting this. And, and frankly, now I feel like I have something in common with a supermodel, which, I don't know, raises my odds of becoming a supermodel. If I could grow five inches, that's also a joke. 
Anywho. Um, oh, and also a side note, and this is kind of important to know, especially if you have an autoimmune disease or you have family members that have autoimmune disease, it, it's it's somewhat genetic. I mean, my, my family carries the gene because my dad's cancer is essentially somewhat autoimmune. It's not, but it's it almost has similar symptoms, uh, which is why it's, his is, is now treatable. Um, but there's other pe- members of my family that have it. And Gigi's um, mom had Lyme's disease. I think she got some surgery to cure it, though. Her sister Bella has Lyme's disease and or Lyme disease. And I think maybe their younger brother. So they're all. Yeah. So I don't know. Just if you're if you have something, if you're feeling like there's something like off in your body and you know that other family members of yours have certain conditions that are somewhat genetic. That is a good, good start to go into the doctor with like, hey, listen, my uh, my mom suffers from Lyme disease. My and I know people think that Lyme disease and other things can be caused environmentally like by a tick. And I think that is true. But I think maybe you're more predisposed to it. I don't, again, I'm not a doctor. So anyways, Gigi Hadid made a really powerful statement on Twitter against people who were shaming her for being too thin. And uh, which is just just sad that people have to just whatever lay their every judgment and thought out. But anyway, so she said, for those of you so determined to come up with why my body has changed over the years, you may not know that when I started at 17 modeling, I was not yet diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. Those of you who called me too big for the industry were seeing inflammation and water retention due to that. Over the years, over the past few years, I have been properly medicated to help symptoms, including those as well as extreme fatigue, metabolism issues, my body's ability to retain heat, etc. I was also part of a holistic medical trial that helped my thyroid levels balance out. Although stress and excessive travel can also affect the body, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I have also, me too, I've always eaten the same. My body just handles it differently now that my health is better. I may be too skinny for you. Honestly, this skinny isn't what I want it to be. But I feel healthier internally and I'm still learning and growing with my body every day as everyone is. I will not further explain the way my body looks, just as anyone with a body type that doesn't suit your beauty expectation shouldn't have to. Not to judge others, but drugs are not my thing. Stop putting me in that box just because you don't understand the way my body has matured. Please, as social media users and human beings in general, learn to have more empathy for others and know that you never really know the whole story. Use your energy to lift those that you admire rather than be cruel to those that you don't. Very powerful. Also, that's... I just felt like I was in second grade. My teacher asked me to read aloud. I don't think I screwed up any words there. So what she's saying, I mean, okay, so I was having this whole like Hashimoto's uh, um, incident and I couldn't, I like couldn't focus or whatever. And I just happened to be on Twitter and I read that and I was like, oh my God. And she also, she got diet. So being diagnosed at the age she was, was the same age I was, is extremely rare. So most people that get um, Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism, I don't know about hypothyroidism, but I think both, it's it's more common in women than men. Um, and then in women, it's more common to get it in middle age. To get it at Gigi and I's age, which was, I think she, so she probably, I mean, I know I probably had it when I was in my like mid to late teens, but I didn't get diagnosed until I was probably 22. And I think she was maybe 20. So around the same time. And I looked it up and our cases, especially because her and I both have severe Hashimoto's, are in a very, very small percentage of people. Whatever. Not great, but I do love to be special. So there's the upside. 
And I guess this would be the perfect time to talk to you guys about um, a new fitness regimen that's working for me. I'm obsessed with Daily Burn. Daily Burn is the fitness program you can stick with and get results that last. They're the world's leading provider of on-demand video workout programs that you can do at home or anywhere with a connected device. And for me, like I was explaining, I can't necessarily with, with, with you know, my travel schedule and, and my, my health, I can't just do, you know, I can't go into a class and just do a hardcore thing. Like maybe I can't keep you up or maybe I'm not in the mood. I love working out in the privacy of my own home or my hotel room. And Daily Burn has so many options. Like if I am in the mood for something high intensity, they have it. If I'm in the mood for Pilates or yoga, they have it. They even have daily meditation. It really is the most convenient and easy and for me, fun way to stay in shape. It is the fitness program you can stick with and get results at last because it takes less time than the gym. It costs way less than the fancy exercise gadgets and it requires little to no equipment. Daily Burn provides a personalized workout plan that allows you to choose expert-led workouts of every kind, including cardio, yoga, kickboxing, dance, and much more. And if you need a little extra motivation, they have, to, they have an active online community so you can chat with other people with the same goals as you. And I have an offer for my listeners. If you guys visit dailyburn.com slash be here today to start your free 60-day trial, that's dailyburn.com slash be here, dailyburn.com slash be here. Let's do this together, guys. Everyone's getting married, or at least it seems like that for my friends around me, which is cool. I'm happy. I'm into it, except I'm just, I've not been to a lot of weddings, so I don't really know what kind of gift I'm supposed to get or what I'm supposed to do, but I'm so lucky that a lot of my friends have signed up for Zola.com. Zola.com is the wedding company that will do anything for love. They are reinventing the wedding planning industry and experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. It, they're just making it so much less stressful for the, the guests and the bride and groom because who wants to be stressed out on their wedding day or even attending a wedding? They have a, um, they even have a group gifting feature that lets multiple guests contribute to big ticket gifts. So let's say you're like, you know what? We want to contribute to their honeymoon, but we all want to put in, you know, 300 bucks a piece or whatever. I mean, that's pretty steep, but you know what I mean? That makes it so much easier. They also have a, they have a personalized registry. So the bride and groom can have photos and notes about why they're coveting certain gifts. You know, maybe they have a goal in mind of what they want their kitchen to look like. They have over 500 top brands and 50,000 gifts, experiences, and cash funds. It's also a super easy to use app for your iPhone and, and, and whatever. They also can, they walk through, they can walk you through how to use the, the site and the process. They have a great customer service section. It's just re- really made everything so much easier. And if I'm really honest, I use my own promo code to buy myself a few gifts. I got a nice little garden chair and a nice art coffee table book. They have awesome brands on the site. So I have an offer for you guys. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com slash be here. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash be here. But I guess it would be helpful to explain because uh, I know I, so many people suffer from hypothyroidism and all this. And I've gotten messages from you guys. I, sometimes it happens after you have a baby or because uh, your, your your hormones get all messed. It's, it is so common. I guess all I want to do is maybe just try to say what I went through and what I, how I manage it now. And if in in any way that can help you, I hope that it does. So I, uh, was just like a normal sized kid. Just, you know, I've always been normal sized. I mean, even like little at some points, I think, well, unless I'll tell myself that, um, I did have one phase, uh, and I talk about this on on here. (laughs) I've talked about many times where I was pretty big. I mean, I'm only like five, five. So you know, at the weight that I put on, it was not great. But I actually even remember thinking at that point, granted, I was eating more than I should have. But I do remember thinking at that point, like, 
I would look at my other friends and be like, well, they get to eat burgers and fries and they're small. I don't understand why I'm three times the size of them. Like it, it was like, I mean, it was actually, it, honestly, when it was hat, when I was, when I was actually like big, I did not really notice that I was because my parents gave me way too, too much confidence. It wasn't until I saw like, I don't know, like a Victoria's Secret magazine or something where I was like, oh, 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 some people are thinner. Oh, okay, okay. Might want to get on that. And so I wanted to lose weight. And sadly, and this is not, I, first of all, I am 100% not advocating eating disorders and I, and I, I don't have one and I'm not criticizing anyone that does, but I, I tried to just lose weight like a normal person and I literally couldn't. I mean, for me to lose weight when I was like 14, and again, guys, please don't follow this. Um, and, and I, yeah, please, it's, I'm not saying this. Um, for me to lose weight when I was 14, I would, I had to, or 15, I literally had to just eat like steamed broccoli and pretty much nothing. I mean, I, I literally couldn't eat if, if I wanted to like be in a, in, a, in a normal weight. And certainly that's not healthy and I'm not advocating that, but I didn't know that I had some sort of condition at the time. And so I was able to keep the weight off-ish, um, not to the extreme, like, I mean, I lost like about 50 pounds at one point. And then I went to college and, and I eased up and I was like, oh hell, I mean, I want to have fun. I want to drink with my friends. I want to do things, da, da, da. And, um, and then I, I mean, I was, at, I mean, again, in college, I was at, I was at a normal weight. I don't think that whatever this disease I have had escalated to that point, but it, what I did notice in college and I, th- and I had just chalked it up to, Hey, maybe I'm just in college and maybe it's just, you know, it's a lot of studying and stuff. I was so tired all the time. It almost was like I had like narcolepsy where I couldn't often get through an entire like class in school. And then sometimes, you know, let's say I had three or four classes in a day I went to school in Oregon, um, and it was always raining and cold. Um, let's say my next class, whatever, I had to get to my next class. Sometimes I would be so tired, I would have to skip the class, and I would just need to sleep. But then again, it was also too cold for me to go outside because it, your body can't really regulate temperature with this. So I would just find weird places, like weird aisles in the library to just like go sleep and just like curl up in a ball and pass out. Like That's how tired I was. And I just thought it was, I guess, normal. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know why. And it's the same thing with like, I mean, I know on here I talk a lot about like, oh, I love to drink. Like, yeah, of course I love to drink, but I've never been able to party because the minute like I get a little bit tired or a little bit drunk or it hits a certain point, I will just fall asleep. So I've never, ever been able to like stay awake as late as my friends or any of that. And, but that, that's also somewhat different than just me. Okay. Let's just say just sober in the middle of the day. I couldn't, I couldn't stay awake. I couldn't drive long distances without falling asleep. And I just chalked it up to like, well, maybe I'm just a tired person. So that happened through college. And then I moved to LA when I was about 20, uh, graduated college early. Thankfully I was very smart. Let me just give myself that because with all that brain fog, I don't know how I got through college that quickly and with good grades. I'm bragging there. Just let me have it. Anyways. Um, so I moved to LA and, and by the way, like Gigi says, I really never ate or drank any different. And I'm not, again, I'm not advocating this, but I probably had my first drink because I'm from a small town at like, I don't know, 15 or 16. And I didn't drink any differently. Like, I mean, of course I partied in college, but like my eating has actually always been fairly healthy. I knew I couldn't eat, like I couldn't eat fast food. I I just, my body must've known, like I can't eat this shit. Like it's not, it just doesn't agree with me. So my eating and drinking habits literally have not basically changed since I was 16, basically up until now. Let's just put it that way. 
all of a sudden I'm about 21, 22 living in Los Angeles. And I don't know, I maybe weighed, I mean, on a good day, like 125, um, uh, maybe 130. I don't know. Uh, just, and I, and I'd weighed that for a long time. And then all of a sudden one day, and again, nothing's changed. I gained like 15 pounds in a matter of probably 10 days doing nothing different. And it was like, I think just extreme water retention. I don't, I don't know. I think that's just when my thyroid just finally crashed. And I'm like, what, what do I, what did I do? Like, what's going on here? And that's how I kind of, well, I didn't know. I actually kind of thought it was my fault at first. And then my, my mom came to visit. And when she first saw me, she was like, what? She's like, what are you doing? She's like, are you like partying a lot? You look really bloated. I was like, no, I'm doing nothing different than I ever have. Like, I really don't know. I don't know. And so we did a little research and and I, I went to this like, I went to this like holistic doctor with her because she wanted to go anyways. It was like for women going through menopause and, and but they also had like younger girls and they determined right away by some like stupid knee joint test. I don't even know. Like they like hit my knee and like my leg went out and they're like, oh, you have hypothyroidism. I was like, all right. Just give me whatever drug you think I need. So they put me on this like, I know, holistic thyroid drug. And granted, I actually think those things can work. I think my case is too extreme that I probably can't just be on that. Um, I'm trying to be better, but, um, or like try to heal this through like just diet and stuff. But um, yeah, so they put me, yeah, so they put me on some holistic uh, natural thyroid medicine. And I got like a little bit better, but it was, it was clear that I was not getting better. And so then I found a real endocrinologist and yeah, they tested me and it's like, I heard him, but like, I didn't really hear him. I mean, I knew what, I mean, I knew it was extreme, but like, I was like not willing to accept it. Uh, the doctor was like, you have, um, yes, you have hypothyroidism. It's, it's a pretty bad case of that. Also you have Hashimoto's disease and this, this, and this, um, are bad and they're probably irreversible and sorry, go on your way. And here's some medicine. I was like, all right, well, okay, I'll just bury that. I don't know. I like to eat healthy anyways. And I'll just, I'll, I'll figure it out. And so the medicine did work. The Synthroid did work, but I also was eating. I mean, I've never eaten a ton of carbs. I mean, honestly, I mean, I like bread, but it's, I'm not someone that's like, I could just eat a loaf of bread. I'm like, no, I could eat a rack of ribs. Like I just, I'm like kind of more of a meat person. Um, same thing with pasta. Like I like the sauce that goes on pasta, but I'm okay without the pasta. So I was always okay, whatever. And, um, yeah. And I, and I have, I've, I've, I've stayed a level weight doing that, but I guess as I'm getting older now, I mean, taking in the factors of stress and, and really, really taking into the fact that people with Hashimoto's disease and hypothyroidism, a lot of autoimmune diseases, you really shouldn't eat gluten. But I feel like a douche. And so this is why I often like technically fall off the wagon because A, I love food. B, I want to have fun with like my friends. I don't want to be the person at the table that's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't have the chicken parm. If we could just scrape off the the breadcrumbs, then I can eat the chicken. Like it's it's embarrassing. Uh, and so I would have a really hard time like speaking up just because I felt stupid. And, and I didn't want to look like the weird like, you know, friend with like, you know, who's like, obnoxiously gluten-free or something and it's not that it's just I know that I'm going that it's not good for me the same thing with with you know I'd go out with friends and I'd be I mean I would drink with them and then I mean hell I was I'd be tired sometimes by like 10 p.m 
I mean, maximum like 11 p.m. And everyone would be like, why are you going home? And I'm like, I'm just tired. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And I would get embarrassed about speaking up about that. And then I would end up either like getting so sleepy, I'd fall asleep somewhere. Or I mean, I would get clumsy at that point because you just get like sleepy and foggy and 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 all that. Um, and so, yeah, I guess. Well, that's my story. And, uh, you know, I, I got really inspired after I saw Gigi's tweet to not be self-conscious about, you know, if people are going to comment about my body, if it's too big, they can go to hell because whatever, some of it I can't help. And yes, I do like food. So whatever. And if, if it, if at a certain point, I mean, it's never happened that someone's like, wow, you're too skinny. If, if that happens because I am trying to be healthier now, because I do, I don't like the, what happened to me the other day. I don't like that. I had a, a full on crash because I was just kind of eating and drinking the way everyone around me was, you know, and if, if now that I'm trying to be better about my diet, it ends up sort of making me too thin for a little bit. I mean, God willing, <laughs> that's a joke. Um, you know what people can, people can screw off because I would get embarrassed where I'd have like, like I would want to go, let's say to a diner meal or something and, or, or my, sorry, someone would choose like a place like a burger joint or you know, a sports bar or something where there's truly not a lot on the menu that I can eat. And I would, I would order something and then just have a few bites of it. Cause like I wanted to eat and I wanted to taste it. And then people would be like, wow, do you not eat? And I'm like, Oh God, I just don't feel like explaining this right now. Cause clearly I want to. Um, so yeah, I mean, all right. So here's how I think, um, if any of you guys are struggling with this kind of thing, I can help with. First of all, at least the signs for me were all of a sudden. I mean, I always struggled with keeping weight off, but it was like it escalated so much at a certain point where it's just like all of a sudden I was like, I blew up. And there's no way you can gain actual fat in that amount of days. Like I knew like something weird was going on. Like I, it had to be water retention. So that was the first red flag. And then also not knowing like I could, I even, I think even after that happened, I think I was basically trying to like, like starve myself and it still was not coming off. Like I was just like, there was nothing I could do. Um, so that's another sign that something has to be wrong. If, if it's just science, if you're, if you're eating a proper diet and all of a sudden, or just eating the way you always have, and all of a sudden you blow up and then you can't do anything about it, probably there's something medically wrong. Um, and not medically wrong in a way that it's not fixable, but it's so helpful to go to a doctor and know. And I, I know at least for hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's disease, the doctor is an endocrinologist. I don't know what it is for other autoimmune diseases, but a lot of the other autoimmune diseases do cause weight fluctuations. So there's that. So know those signs. And I think a lot of this happens, you know, hormonally. Like I think it is very common that after someone has a baby, this kind of thing kicks into high gear. And so again, I've never had kids, but I, I, I want you to know that you're not alone in the sense of like, I've, I got a lot of messages from people who are saying like, yes, this all of a sudden happened to them after they had kids and stuff. And it's, it's not uncommon and, and, and stress makes it worse too. So obviously you're more like stressed and busy right after you have a kid. So it can, it can make these things a little bit worse, but the good news is there is a hundred percent a solution. A, they have Synthroid out there. And I think there's another medicine you can take for hypothyroidism. Um, and not everyone are at the, like some people carry the, like they have hypothyroidism, but they're not, um, their levels are okay. So they don't need medicine. So I'm not saying everyone even needs medicine and think, and, and, and frankly, I'd love to not take it. I'd love to. And this is why I'm going to try to be healthier with like, you know, cutting out sugar and gluten and all those things. Um, 
drink like drinking half the amount that I normally do. Um, and I, I never really liked sugar like desserts. So I'm putting alcohol as my dessert, I guess. Um, cause it's essentially sugar, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think there are ways to cure. So my point is it's not, it's not a uncommon and it B it's not somewhat fixable. So my plan, at least for myself, and if you guys feel like following along is being better about speaking up about like not feeling stupid that, Hey, I can't go eat mozzarella sticks with you. Like I, I, you know, I mean, yeah, if I want to be really sick and, and screw up my thyroid more, sure. And yes, mozzarella sticks sounds delicious, but you know, there's other things that I can eat that are, you know, good that aren't going to make me feel like shit and like, you know, crash my thyroid even more. And so again, like I said, I I was always pretty good at eating, like avoiding carbs and things, but it just, you get in those situations with friends where they're like, why aren't you eating the pizza? And I'm like, oh, and so I eat the pizza. Um, and so, yeah, so I guess my plan is speak up more for sure. And don't feel stupid about something that involves your health. Number one, number two, really try. I mean, I've now, I've, I only have healthy food in my house and I'm trying not to eat out. I mean, granted, I still do. And I can still find easily find things on the menu that I can eat. Um, you can find, I mean, I'm doing like the Mediterranean style, which is what I always have, which is, you know, lots of meat and fish and vegetables and, and like healthy fats and very little like grains, carbs and stuff. And that makes me happy anyways. And I don't eat a lot of cheese when I do. I try to do like goat or sheep's milk cheese, um, I mean, granted, I slip up, of course. Obviously, I did. That's how I got super sick the other day. But, I mean, there are, again, there are ways around it. And I know, especially if you have a busy life, if you're a mom or a father or you have a crazy busy job, I mean, I'm pretty busy too and I travel. I realize that I need to be better about, like, food prepping and meal prepping because uh, you're not, you know, or eating before you get on that flight. Because I would, I would forget to eat and then I'm on a flight and I'm like, oh, shit, all I have is this, like, snack box of cheddar cheese and salami with a bunch of nitrates that are probably not going to make me feel very good and like Ritz crackers. And so like just pre-planning, even just making stuff like, you know, a week ahead and just eating it through the week. I, I did that yesterday. I made um, uh, my own like bone broth, like soup stuff. And I've just been kind of throwing other veggies in that and eating with other things. And, you know, so it's, it, it's fine. I feel like hopefully this was not like a boring or like depressing podcast. I didn't, I don't mean for it to be, but I just know that this whole thing is so, so common. And if, if, uh, I mean, Gigi even posting about it just made me feel so much better and so, so much more not, not alone and not, you know, and, and it made me actually, you know, face my, what I have. I mean, I've known I've had it for 10 years now or less. I don't know. And and I, and I've ma- I manage it, but I don't pay that much attention to it. And it just shows me that, yeah, you got to pay attention to your health because that's, you know, really all you have. And like, then you can't do your work. You can't be a mother or a father if you're not healthy. So it's important to put it first. And, um, oh, another thing I, I, I realized, I don't know if this is with everyone that has this, but I do love to exercise, but every time I would do like extreme exercises, like a boot camp or something, I did not feel good. I feel better doing like, I walk like six miles a day. I mean, I I walk everywhere just for exercise. Doing that and then like light weights because my body can't handle that type of intensity. It's just not healthy enough for it essentially. And um, so I don't know if that's a a good tip for you guys if that's something you're wondering. Like if you're just like in the gym trying to kill yourself, like get the weight off, get the weight off and it's not coming off. Well, maybe, maybe what you need is a slightly different diet and maybe lighter exercise. 
Because sometimes too, when I would do those extreme exercises, I would just be starving and it was kind of counterproductive. And um, yeah, I guess I could end the podcast there. I don't know what else to really say about it. I mean, I got a lot of questions from you guys, but I don't know how to, I don't want to speak as, a, I'm not a doctor. I don't want to speak as an authority. I just wanted to tell you my story and also let you know, you're not alone. We all struggle with weight stuff. It's even worse when, you know, you have like, you know, a health issue on top of it. And a lot of us have hypothyroidism. It's not uncommon. It's probably because of the shit that's in food nowadays. It's just making it, you know, everything worse. So, you know, um, yeah, stay strong, my friends, you know? And, uh, yeah, you know, Instagram message me or tweet me or email me if you have any more questions. I mean, I'll do my best to answer them again. I'm I'm hesitant because I'm not a doctor. I just wanted to share my story and, and also share how, um, you know, Gigi's and other people's stories have, have made me, you know, clue into it more. Anyways, I love you guys. Thank you for always listening to my podcast. And I always forget to say this, but I'm, I'm remembering now, if you could just leave a five-star review or five-star rating and a nice review, I would so appreciate it. It really helps to keep the podcast going. And it is, you know, I love doing this and I want to always keep doing it. And so that really means a lot to me. Um, and you guys can find me on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Rachel N. O'Brien. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can check, go to my website, rachelobriancomedy.com for stand-up dates and tickets and things like that. And I hope to see you guys soon. I actually think um, I announced earlier or a couple episodes ago on my podcast that Stassi and I were going to live podcast tour. We are going to do some dates, but our schedules are not totally lining up. So I'm going to set up my own as well, like doing stand-up and podcasting and stuff. So, I mean, if you guys have, if you're in a city and there's a, there's a big, you know, there's just let me know where you'd like me to go. Cause I'm trying to like hone down the cities I want to go to. So feel free to, you know, Instagram or tweet me that or email me at info at rachelobriancomedy.com. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>